Hello, and welcome to the Life Science Rush Hour with Matt Corcoran. Hope everyone had a great weekend and your Monday is off to a, a, a great start here as we uh, wind down the, the third quarter here in September, just a couple weeks left. Today, I want to talk about the insurance market and how these recent hurricanes um, could impact it. Of course, we all know about Florence, um, which has been in the news for probably the last week, and hopefully everyone um, sort of, you know, did okay with that storm. I know there was some deaths, unfortunately, um, which you always hate to see. We, you know, we always put a, a, a dollar amount, hey, the storm caused X amount, billions in damage, but, um, you know, obviously the, the loss of life, um, even if it's one life, um, is, is so much more important. So, that being said, I do want to talk about the dollar amounts because um, not only do we have Florence, but there was other storms, you know, Taiwan or Typhoon, whatever they call it, hit Asia. Um, huge. In Hawaii, there was a tropical storm that went over the island just recently. So what does all of this mean for the property insurance market? Well, what I think it's important to do is it's important to look at what happened last year. If you remember last year, there was a train of storms that came up and hit the southeastern United States. Um, in addition to that, we had, of course, the wildfires in California, earthquakes down in Mexico and, and South America. So there was a ton of damage and a, a huge amount of what we call cat losses in the insurance industry. So it's catastrophic, think earthquake, hurricane, um, tornado, you know, an outbreak of tornadoes, things along those natures, on that nature. So, you know, a ton of damage last year. Right after the hurricane, so in this, in the fourth quarter, carriers were, were super aggressive looking for rate. You know, I've heard of 40, 45% is, is what they were asking for. Now, they didn't get that necessarily, but they still got a sizable increase. But there was a big disconnect between what underwriters were telling us, so, you know, the underwriters are on the front line, and what the C-suite was telling the analysts and the investors. So, Underwriters saying, hey, we need rate, we need rate, because look at all these losses. Isn't it obvious? Whereas the C-suite on their quarterly conference call, you know, the third quarter conference call, for instance, were saying, hey, this is just an earnings event. It's nothing that's going to have a long-term impact on our business or affect our, you know, credit ratings, um, surpluses in a meaningful way. So what that really just means is, hey, yeah, we're obviously going to pay claims here, a bunch of claims. But it's not going to have an adverse effect on the on the on the company, and you'll see this kind of rebound once we pay those claims, because we have so much capital. There's so much capital and surplus out in the market, um, and that's what happened. You know, by the by the first quarter, second quarter, rates had again kind of gone back to where they were. An underwriter couldn't say, "Hey, I need 40, 45 percent rate increase on this renewal." That being said, there was, you know, if you were in Key West, you're probably going to see a rate increase. Um, and I think people have an understanding of that. Um, so I think that's what we're going to expect this year as well. Probably not even to the extreme because, you know, to this point, there hasn't been the number of, of cat losses and hurricanes hitting the, the, uh, the U.S. Um, obviously, Florence, huge, huge loss. I saw today, I think, 18, 17 or $18 billion estimated now. Of course, those all aren't insured losses. Um, so that's not really the impact on the insurance industry. That'll be smaller. So I think 
what you're going to see is you're going to see companies try to be opportunistic, if you will, and, and try to get some rate, especially along you know the the eastern seaboard and the southeastern United States, um, you know the the, the 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 Houston area, all along the Gulf. So I think we'll try companies will be able to do that or try to do that, but there's just going to be too much competition. If you say I'm going to raise your rates by 40%, someone's going to come in there and, and try to take that market from you. You know, like I said, there's just so much money out there. I think when this um, prolonged what we call soft insurance market ends, it's going to be more along the lines of interest rates ticking up and alternative investors, people who aren't what I would call traditional insurance investors. Um, we're going to, you know, kind of re-divert that money back into into U.S. bonds, treasuries, et cetera, that are, you know, safe, much safer than insurance, um, and they can get, you know, a, an adequate return for. Back in 2008 and nine, you saw a bunch of money start flowing into, um, into the into the reinsurance market, um, which has created the surplus. Um, a bunch of offshore reinsurers popped up. You've also seen insurance-linked securities, such as cap bonds, um, increase. So as that delta between a cap on, for instance, and a U.S. you know a U.S. bond, sh- you know, shrinks, you're going to see people say, "Hey, I could just go to the U.S. Get, yeah, I'm going to give up some return, but I'm going to have the, the safety of you know U.S. backed bonds." So I think it, at the end of the day, if your insurance coming is coming up here. In the next, in the fourth quarter, you're in or you're a, a one-one. You really want to pay close attention to what those companies, those CFOs and CEOs, are saying on their earnings call, and whether it truly is an event that is impacting their capital, or if it's just a short-term blip, and the company's paying insurance, you know, losses as they are expected to do. That's the business an insurance company is in. They collect premium to pay losses at a later date. Um, they have to be funded that way and, you know, to, to, to get, you know, AM best ratings, S&P ratings. So that's the business model they are. They, they should be paying losses. They will pay losses, but I don't think it's going to severely impact any, you know, of the major carriers. Um, you might see a small mutual or something, you know, some of these smaller companies who just write, in a non-geographically diverse way, um, you know, suffer, you know, be more impacted and suffer credit ratings, uh, downgrades and whatnot. But, you know, the Chubbs, the AIGs, the Hartford Travelers of the world, it's not going to be a big event for them. They're going to try to get rate and it's all going to kind of fizzle out here, um, particularly in, this, in the first quarter of 19. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. You can get me at Matt, M-A-T-T, at mattcork, M-A-T-T-C-O-R-C, dot com. My blog is mattcork, M-A-T-T-C-O-R-C, dot com. I'm on Twitter, M-X-C-390, and I'm on Facebook as well. So feel free to reach out to me in any of those venues. Just drop me a line, um, a comment. Love your feedback. Love to hear any ideas you might have that you'd like to for me to discuss on future episodes. Thanks for listening. And have a great rest of your day. Take care.